Hello and welcome to another 9-minute Bible study, our starting point. Acts chapter 2, let's look at verse 46. And they, the believers in Jesus, continuing daylight, these believers met on a daily basis. This was not a one or two day a week Christianity or three. For them, this was a seven day a week belief. And they, continuing every day with one accord, unity. At the beginning of the chapter, we see the word one accord. Now at the end, we see the same thing. The gospel message, our commitment to the gospel in Jesus, Holy Ghost power, will bring a unity, a one accord to the church that cannot be broken. They did what? They continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house and did eat their meat with singleness and gladness of heart, completely united, praising God and having favor with all the people. This was a worshiping church. That's one what we can add to what we saw earlier. When the power is moving, when the doctrine is going forth, when there is fellowship, when there is prayer, especially answered prayer, there will be praising God in the church and having favor with much people. They were considered a positive in the community. Now, later on, the leadership of the area, they're going to start turning against the church. But here at the beginning, those in the local community, they viewed the church as a positive. And this is something, yeah, we should be looking for also, but not begging for popularity. When the Lord moves, favor will be on the last part of verse 47. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. This was a soul-winning church. When the doctrine is preached, when we see the fellowship of the believers, when we see the commitment, when we see prayer, when we see praise, what's the end result? The preaching of the gospel, the power of the Holy Ghost, souls being saved. In these verses, what did we see? The establishment of the church on a solid foundation. Once we as a church begin to see souls one, this foundation of the church really needs to be built on and then the believers trained and the church guided in a direction where we are winning souls to Jesus. Chapter 3, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them 
that entered into the temple. So you can imagine the scene. Here's this guy who cannot walk, sitting by the gate. Alms for the poor. Alms for the poor. I'm poor. Give me money. And what's happening? Well, things haven't changed. Everyone is going into the temple ignoring the guy because they're just concentrating on themselves and they don't want to be, well, hassled with them. Said some things never change. Well, here comes Peter and John. What happens? Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an arm. So they make contact, eye contact with each other. Now, it said that the man saw Peter and John. But let me also say that Peter and John saw him. And why would they do what they're about to do? They are being led by the Spirit. When we're talking about the operation of the gifts of the Spirit, it's going to be as led by the Spirit. The Spirit knows who will receive the Lord. He knows who will not receive. In other words, the Holy Ghost will let us know who has faith and who does not have faith. That's why Peter and John were led to this man. The Holy Ghost knew that this man did have the faith in order to be healed. Verse 5. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. He was expecting to receive. Now, let's be honest. I don't think he could have imagined at that moment what he would receive. But he was in the mode of receiving. Verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. What did they have? They had the power of the Holy Ghost, something that they received on the day of Pentecost. Now, with the authority given to them by Jesus, they operated in Holy Ghost power and told the man to rise up and walk. Now, this is not just Peter and John operating in the authority of Jesus. The man is going to get up. Why? Because Jesus has given him also the authority to get up and walk. Through the disciples, this man learns that Jesus has given him the authority to get up and walk. He is also now, what, experiencing the flow of the Holy Ghost in his life. The Holy Ghost is going to empower this man to do exactly as Peter and John said, to rise, get up, and walk. Verse 7. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Now, the man, he could have said, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. But what did the man do? 
he allowed Peter and John to lift him up. And what happened? Immediately, his feet and his ankle bones received strength by allowing Peter and John to lift him up, trusting enough in them and the Jesus that was in them, he was able to get up and walk. When the power of the Holy Ghost is in operation, we, under the authority of the name of Jesus, we can what? See signs and wonders. We can see miracles and healing. We have been given the authority by Jesus to operate in these signs and wonders. This is something we must want, and this is something we must need to be an effective church. And we'll pick up with this in our next lesson.